What's up everybody? How are you doing? Welcome to the Total Package Podcast. We're in season two, going through what I call the Problem Pussy series. Um, And in this series, as you know, we're going through the different ways that black women operate as problem pussies within our community. Ways that hinder our growth and expansion, that hinder lineage and legacy, that hinder our future generations and the world that they will exist in. Um, I decided to do this series for a number of reasons. Um, And... Today's episode is one that is is big for all of us, you know. Um, just a second. Alexa, turn volume down a notch. Um, that's Tamala Man in the background. I felt like her, she's, because um, my Auntie Melissa is my spirit guide. She's my ancestral guide um, in a lot of ways. My whole family is really, but... She's the one that seems to come through the most. Um, And Tamala Man sings a song that will forever remind me of her. Um, And she has such a beautiful voice. And she is a religious woman, um, for what I know of her, right? I don't know her personally, and, you know, of course I don't. um, I don't have no say over what she does, obviously, because I don't know this woman. <laughs> but I do love her music. She, like I said, she has a beautiful voice and some beautiful songs. Um, and I'm, I think her, her songs were relevant for today's episode. So today's episode, we're actually going to be talking about religious and traumatized problem pussies. Um, and I want to be very clear that I don't come at any of these episodes from a malicious perspective. Um, if I did, I wouldn't wouldn't record them in the way that I do or say anything that I do say. Um, and if you pay attention or if you follow me on social media, you'll see that I'm always hashtagging lineage, legacy, and purpose. And that's for a reason, right? Like, it, there's a purpose behind me saying that, right? Um, and it's bigger than any of us. You know, I say that all the time, and I I truly mean that, and I truly understand that it is, um, because we're all here momentarily. We see that because people die every day. Um, We everybody always says, you know, you never know when your time's up, and that that's correct, right? That's more true now than it ever has been in the history of humans, from what I know, right? Like people could not fathom, you know, humans dying so soon because why would they? What would cause that? You know, and why would the creator create something just to take it away immediately or before it actually runs its course? And we know what its course is because, you know, people typically lived to be about the same age. You know, it's like just that's how we get these these averages. Right. These these common numbers that people all associate with life's um, timeline. Right. Right now it is. You're probably going to live until you're 70. People are probably, or what is that, I think like mid-70s. Anything after that is like a blessing, right? Like, wow, that's a miracle, you know? And that's sad that people even think that, right? Um, But today's episode, we're going to be talking about, like I said, the religious and the traumatized problem pussies. And I want people to sit back and think about, like... Seriously, in what ways does being these type of women 
benefit your lineage and your legacy and your purpose for being here, right? Um, because truth be told, none of us really know why we are here. But all of us know how we got here and how we have continued to be here up until this point, right? We know that there were people connected to us that had to make to make us. So we are all the culmination of all of those people who were here before us. You know what I'm saying? None of us really know when time started or who. And you know what I'm saying? Like we're, we're listening to these people that are making guesstimates. We don't know if they're telling us the truth. Like we don't know if these bones that they're finding were really only, you know what I'm saying, 20,000 years ago. Or 2,000 years ago because we're in the year... Uh, 2000 <laughs> or the what is it the millennium 2000 at either rate y'all get what I'm saying um it's 2020 right so there's only been 220 years that we can say we know of right according to our numeric number system right one has to be the first number but we know but there's said that there's a b d c all these other things that don't nobody know right how they know these things I can't tell you that I don't know I'm I'm try, I'm looking to understand. I promise you I am. I want to try to understand as far back as I can. You know what I'm saying? Um especially in relation to me. But neither here nor there, right? We all have reason for why it is that we believe what we believe whether you were raised in this way or whether there was something in your life that you experienced that caused you to think in this way. We all have reason for those things, right? But what I think and feel and see is lacking is our ability to be critical about those beliefs right be critical in a way that challenges us and forces us to really think about the logical and natural understandings of what it is we're saying the logical and natural results of what it is that we're saying and believing right um, and I don't take that lightly right I truly try to really unpack everything you know what I'm saying? Before I speak. And that's why I've d I developed my core foundational belief. Like some people are religious. Some people are spiritual. Some people are atheists. Some people are free thinkers or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody is quote unquote different. Right. Because we're not a we're not a quote unquote monolith. Right. Um, which I find to be very problematic. I find that to be part of the biggest issue that we have as a people, as a community. Um, and so. If I'm not able to or if I'm not taking the initiative to express my concerns and my feelings and my thoughts about a group that I'm a part of that I get associated with, then how the hell do I get associated with or be grouped with people that don't even know me or let me speak or understand if I even agree with them? That makes no sense to me. You know what I'm saying? That's why I talk to people. If they disagree with me, that's fine. I don't have an issue with that. We can agree to disagree because you have your reasons and I have mine. Whether or not you think mine makes sense or whatever have you is the same same for me. You know what I'm saying? Like yours may not make sense and I may not agree with them. You know what I'm saying? But that's okay. Like we can be okay with the fact that it's okay for us to really live out this we are not a monolith. Like if that's what people want, it's then then allow people to not be monolithic then. Allow people to disagree with you. Allow people to say that no, they don't believe what you believe, that they don't think that living the way that you live is okay, or that they don't think that people like that should exist, or that they don't want to live with those people, or they don't want to be with those people, or they don't like those things. That is totally their right. Or is that not? Like if you have the right to do that, what the hell makes you think others don't? Is that not also the reason why 
black people and white people in America have not gotten along. Like they felt like we were beneath them and so they, they quote unquote enslaved our ancestors, right? Because they were jealous of us, right? And then they treated us and have been treating us and are treating us bad because they're jealous of us or because we're different than them and they don't like it or they don't understand it. Is, are those not the same reasons that we've been? So it's like we, even within our community, that is such an infestation and a disease. Like, and it's so funny because I was, I, this woman on Instagram, I follow her. Her name is High Frequency T, I think it is. And she, um, oh, dang, what did she, I just had it. She said, oh, she said disease. And the way that she wrote it, it is, um, this ease, right? And I always say life is supposed to be simple and easy. Like, it's too hard. We make it too hard and complex for no reason whatsoever. There's no purpose behind it. There's no benefit to any of it. But people will fight me on that. And I'm just like, I'm not going to fight you about it. Like, why you want to fight me about this? Like, believe what you believe and let me believe what I believe, right? Think what you think and let me think what I think. Feel what you feel and let me feel what I feel. I'm entitled to that, am I not? As you are. If I disagree with you, fine. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, at either rate. Let me get back into it. Come on, Pamela. Or me, Tamala. Bring your girl back. Anyway, um, religious and traumatized problem pussies. I want you to be critical of the trauma you've experienced. I want you to be critical of what your religious or spiritual beliefs are. Um, and I really want you to unpack them. I really want all of these women, all of you, all of us. As African black women, African Americans, Afro-Caribbean, like Afro-Latino, like yes, I want us African of the continent, Afro-European, Afro-Asian, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like all of us of the diaspora, like we are all connected. Like I don't get why people don't see that. You feel me? Like how? We need to work on us. You know what I'm saying? So be critical of what those experiences have been, what those understandings have been taught to you as. Like, please be critical of those things. Question those things as they relate to your lineage and your legacy and your purpose. Like, you believe in God, then you should believe that God created you for a purpose, for a reason. You don't get to choose that purpose and you don't get to choose that reason if you say you believe in God. That makes no sense. Yes, God gave you free will and free choice, but God also gave you a roadmap and a manual to follow so that you can get to his kingdom, did he not? So it's like when we start to try to manipulate that, it's like, okay, so are you not no longer a believer? Are you no longer a follower? Like, where are we at? Because now you're believing all of these things and all of these things don't connect back to the purpose of what you were created to be here for. Don't connect back to the word that you say you follow. They go against it and you come up with excuses that make you feel like it's okay. Like you're not really going against what you say you believe. That makes no sense to me. That's why I developed the core foundational belief. Yes, I believe in a creator. I believe in a source. Do I call that person or that thing God, that essence, God, that energy, God? I don't know. Right now I call it my ancestors because I know them. Their blood pumps through my vein. Their DNA pumps through my veins. 
Like, I haven't created a life yet. So my blood isn't pumping through anybody's veins. I am a representation of the people who are here before me. All the men and the women who conjoined to make babies that ultimately created my parents who made me. So, yes, I appreciate, I honor, and I respect the creator of all life, of this earth, of this world, of, you know what I'm saying? Yes, but do I sit up here and attribute everything that exists in this world to that creator? Hell no. That just makes no sense whatsoever because that creator isn't here. Yes, we have these books that supposedly tell us that this is what the creator said and what the creator meant. But we don't know that because have any of you really talked to the creator? People say they do, but what does that person or those peoples or what, what, is that, what does that sound like? Is that voice deep? Is it high pitched? Is it male? Is it female? Is it white? Indian? Does it have an accent? Because if we all believe in one God, then that one God needs to have the same exact voice, the same pitch, the same sound, the same culture, the same roots. So either we're all God's quote unquote children or we're not. It's very confusing. Very, very confusing. And it's like, at what point do we pause and be like, okay, so what are we supposed to do about this? Because this doesn't make sense. How is it that I can have a belief system and you can have one that's totally different than mine? Very similar, but also very different. Or one that is completely different than mine. But we're all right. But we all apparently come from the same one God. Or do we not believe that? Like, I just would love for us to get a consensus on that. Because being non-monolithic is very confusing. There's too much to try to sift through to try to find the truth. What's the truth? What's the natural, logical truth? Period. There shouldn't be all of these extra options. There shouldn't even really be choices. Because life is simple and easy. Too many choices brings you too many problems. Only thing you need to know Create life, nurture life, grow life, teach life to continue that process. And when your time comes, you go. You become an ancestor. You guide from above or wherever the hell you go when you transition up out of here. But all of this extra, it adds too much confusion. It muddies the waters. It makes things too complex. People get too emotional. They stop being logical. It just throws shit out of whack. In case people haven't noticed, we live in a ghetto-ass world. I don't even know what this is. I'm just... I'm 100% positive it was not like this before. Again, history teaches us that. So, yeah. Take that up with your history professors or teachers or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's a fact. Like, anyway. So, won't they do it? And yes, they will. So, let's get into it, right? So we got the religious problem pussies. And of course, these are obviously women who are so, so, so attached to their religion that they don't even think about how they're using their religion as a crush to hinder their own purpose in life. Right. They misuse and misplace their religion or they use it as a crutch or they use it as a coping mechanism to the point that it truly does hinder their ability to fulfill their their true purpose right 
Um, and it's like, no, sometimes you got to stop and think God ain't did all this. Like, stop saying that. Like, really stop saying that. Stop blaming everything on God. God did not plan for it. most of the shit that didn't happen in this world to happen because that just doesn't make sense. Why would God plan for that to happen? Hell, why would hum why would God even create humans if God wanted these things to happen? People need to get an understanding of where the hell and how the hell they think life came started and came from. Like, where do you think came life came from? How do you think it started? Once you figure that out, then let's talk about what your religious beliefs are. Because if your religious beliefs don't line up with how you think life started and why life started, then you I'm gonna need you to go back to the drawing board. I'm gonna need you to go ahead, go back over there and think about that some more. Like, sat down and get some sense about yourself. It don't make no sense. Like, whatsoever. Like, please stop. Anyway, so, religious problem pussies, right? These women have an illogical and unnatural attachment to their religion, um, i.e. God. Um, like, to the point that they say shit like God is their boyfriend and their husband or their man. And it's like, what? No, no, God isn't. How is that possible if God is also your father? That sounds hella incestuous. That makes no sense. Please stop saying that. If God is your creator and your father, how the hell is he your husband and your boyfriend and your man? You So you mean to tell me you around here sleep like you okay with people sleeping with their dad? Or being married to their dad? Or being in a relationship with their dad? Like what? No, stop, stop. That's annoying. That makes no sense. Like, you're only saying that because you're hurt. Right? Like, you're hurt. A man hurt you, and so now you ran to God to be your sanctuary. Say that. You feel me? Acknowledge that. Talk to that man that did that to you. You feel me? Unpack why that hurt you so bad to where you up here running to a quote-unquote spirit or an essence that can't impregnate you. Mary, hell, Jesus' mama is the only person that you know of in the Bible that got that had a spontaneous pregnancy. Ain't no other person since her had that. So you think all of a sudden you gonna be that person? No, that no, that's not how that works. Stop, stop. You know that's not how that works. Like cut it out. Um, it's just crazy to me. Um, and it's crazy because they'll really hold on to that and be like, oh, God's my man until he brings me a husband. What? Where's God going to bring your husband to? Where do you go? What do you do? You go to work or church back home. If you go out, it's like they're overly like Christian, like they don't drink, they don't do nothing. And I get that. And that's not, you know what I'm saying? That's not a knock to you. Like, please do that because that's healthy, right? Um, and we understand what alcohol can lead to, right? Like everybody drinks and some people, well, not everybody, I'm not going to say that because not everybody drinks. Um, uh, but a lot of people drink, right? Even a lot of people who go to church, like <laughs> they'd be like, oh, but Jesus turned water into wine. Like, all right. So you, you, okay. <laughs> but Jesus ain't be say be no fucking wine or alcoholic. Like, stop. You taking it too far. Okay, if you have a sip every couple weeks or something like that, okay. But if you up here knocking them back every weekend, every week, like, shut up. You playing. You are playing. And that is wild that you even play with yourself like that. Because you're the one that say you believe in this. But you lying to your damn self. Listen, babe, you ain't lying to me. Okay, been there, done that. Okay, we ain't even got to lie to ourselves. Just acknowledge where you are in your process and in your journey to growth and healing. Like, acknowledge it. It's good. You feel me? Like... It ain't got to be that, sis. Like, it don't. 
But like, God ain't your man, though. Like, cut that shit out. That's weird. Like, that sounds gross. Um, and it's like I can, I can see if you're saying that in the sense of God is like a representation of the type of man you want to go after or that you would like in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like the leader of your life because you feel God is the head of your life, right? Um, but just sometimes people really get carried away with that. And it's like, really think about what you're saying. God put you here to mate with a man so that you can continue the lineage that he ordained for you to be a part of, obviously. Hence you being a part of it, right? Because you also believe that God made your steps and knew you would be here before you came here, right? So I'm going to need you to really understand that you can't be up here talking about you married to God. Like, shut up. No, you're not. You need to be married to a man so that you can have children, to continue your family's lineage. That's how that works. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just got to really get that. Um, and then it's like, a lot of times, they'll judge other people, but they hate to be judged or to feel judged. And it's like, isn't that being hypocritical? And going against what you believe in, right? But also acknowledge and truth and honesty we all judge we all make a choice that's all the judgment is you made a choice about something for whatever reason that's it you feel me like we all make a choice you made a choice to say that you were muslim christian baptist pentecostal presbyterian all the shit right like you made a choice to say that you were one of those are you living in those ways if you are not don't ever say nothing to another person i grew up christian right so they always say, uh, uh, what is it? The person without sin, let the person without sin cast the first stone. <laughs> Ain't nobody out here going to be able to cast no first stone. Not even kids. Why? Because grown ass people corrupt children. Children ask some of the smartest questions. Because they really try to understand. That is the most genuine space of trying to learn and understand the world around you. And people need to be more open to that. But when it comes to sin, what people really need to understand is that sin is sin regardless. It don't matter if it's big sin or little sin. And how the hell you weigh one sin versus the other as big or as small? How do you do that? What's the measurement for it? If you kill somebody, that's 10 pounds of sin. If you rob somebody, that's two pounds of sin. Like, how are you measuring this? For you to say, the lesser of two evils. Oh my goodness, that shit drove me nuts when, we, when it was time for the damn election. I'll choose, I ain't choosing not one sin. What the hell I look like choosing sin, you weirdo? That sound crazy. Make, please make that make sense. Listen, somebody. <laughs> like, I'm not about to play with y'all. What does that even mean? <laughs> the lesser of two evils evil is evil why would i want that that don't make no sense no we're not even gonna do that i'm gonna listen to what my ancestors tell me okay because again their blood is running through my veins their dna is running through my veins i am them you feel me they are me like we are one and the same i am connected to them i don't know how and if i am even connected to the creator of all being and all life i don't know that but i know i'm connected to these people Based on the stories that my family has told me. Based on them telling me about who their parents are. Yeah. I mean we can you know get into the, the, the issues with like DNA testing and all that stuff. And whether or not that's real and possible. Like I really don't know honestly. But if that's all I have to go on at this moment in time. In order for me to try to find my family's lineage and history. Then I'm going to use that. 
you feel me? Like we all pick and choose of what we want to use in this world to, to, you know what I'm saying? To get the life that we want. That's what I want. I want to find my family. I want to connect with my family. I want to understand life and where the hell I came from. And me just listening to somebody tell me stories from a book that I don't know to be true is not it. And I'm not going to sit up here and choose the lesser of no, no sins or evils or none of that shit. Because neither one of them things make sense to me in relation to life. They should not exist. So what I'm doing up here choosing them? That's weird. No, we're not doing that. No, that means I'm inviting it to be in my space and in my life. I don't want it. I don't. Y'all can have that shit for real. I love this song. Um, anyway, but like they really do judge people, but they hate to be judged. Like don't. Don't do that because you're being a hypocrite. You're going against the word that you say you believe. Don't do that. You help people. That's the ultimate goal and purpose. Not even really the purpose, but that's like one of the, the biggest and most important things that you do associated with being a Christian or a good person is that you help people. You don't hurt them. So it's like. If you're doing stuff out of malice, you're hurting people. Don't ever say you're a Christian. Hell, don't even say you're a Muslim for the little that I do understand. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that. Shit, you can't even say you're Buddhist. <laughs> um, but just sat down and get some sense about yourself. Uh, next. Um, they have unrealistic standards and expectations um, in many areas of their life. And that's only based on the society that we currently live in, right? I don't know that I've ever come across a person in my life that I've ever met and everything in their life was going well. But somehow, for some reason, it seems like people think that everything in your life will be going well or that their expectations in every aspect of their life will be met. That's not true. That hasn't been true for nobody. Hell, not even rich people. You know what I'm saying? Not even them evil son of a bitches that people say run the world. Like, yeah, they've been having some benefits, but I'm pretty sure the shit that they truly want, they haven't gotten. Those expectations and standards probably haven't been met completely. You feel me? Well, one, shit, we still here. <laughs> They haven't, they haven't completely snuffed us out, right? So, um, but seriously, like, we have to understand that you even accept that nobody is perfect, right? But people turn around and expect perfect. Or their standards are what they consider to be perfect, right? They have to have this perfect standard or this perfect thing or things have to be perfect in order for them to be okay, right? But what is perfection? What is that? What does that look like? What is the universal understanding of perfection? People will say it's Jesus. But how? Because I thought Jesus did some bad stuff. Or at least stuff that people deem to be bad. That man deemed to be bad. Because, right, because man... Man creates the law of the land, right? God doesn't create the law of the land. Because if God created the law of the land, a lot of this shit wouldn't be how it is. I'm just, a, I'm just a firm thinker and understander of that point. So, um, you know, if you're Christian, you probably know the stories from what you've heard in church. I don't know too many who have actually read the Bible. 
um, from start to finish. Like, I don't know too many people who have actually read the whole entire Bible. I can't even and haven't even read the whole entire Bible. I've tried. You know what I'm saying? I've been like, okay, so I'm going to plan it out. I'm going to do Matthew this month or this week or however. You feel me? So I can get through this. Man, please. That was, that's just what? I don't know what that's saying. Like, I got to do too much unpacking of some European language. Like, I'm already speaking English. Like, oy, you want me to learn a deeper one? And I don't even know if I can trust the English version. Hell, I can't even trust those versions. I was in church one day, and I remember the pastor said that the King James Version and some other version of the Bible had different things when it came to how you profess the Lord is your life, your uh, your Lord and Savior, right? You could, It says you're supposed to profess it, believe it in your heart, and I think profess it with your mouth, I believe it is. But one of them, I forget which version it was, but it took out the profess with your mouth aspect of it. I think it just... It just had to believe in your heart or something like that. Either way, it took out one of those aspects of it. And he was like, when he said that, I went and I looked it up. And sure enough, it was missing. And I was just like, wow, that's crazy. Like, people who say they believe in this word truly manipulate this word. And people don't realize how bad or how the word has been manipulated. They said it's been rewritten millions or hundreds or whatever the fuck times. It's been rewritten a lot. So we nobody really knows what the real, I don't know where it is. I don't know. I haven't come across anybody that said they know where the original Bible is. I'm pretty sure some white people somewhere got it hidden in somebody's library somewhere. You know what I'm saying? If it exists. I don't know. So, but what I do know, right, is that my expectations for life right now and out of me is based on the current circumstances and the current things that are and resources that are available to me. But I, I also accept and realize that I may not get to experience the things that I desire for my future lineages and generations. I would love to be like Thanos and snap and everything is like that now. But that's not realistic, right? It's also not realistic for me to necessarily expect that everything in my life is going to be going well today when I live in a society where everything is going to hell. That, how is that possible? You know what I'm saying? How am I the one lucky person in the world that has everything going right? That's not true. Even your favorite celebrity gospel artists and shit be having shit going on in their families. Cussing out their kids, going to jail, fighting, all kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? People being adulterous, pedophiles, like just all kind of gay, all kind of stuff that go against your religion. But y'all ain't stopped to really think about what is this thing that I believe in and why do I believe in it? What is going to, what is this, what is believing in this benefit in my life? What is this going to benefit my lineage, my legacy, and my purpose? Are y'all really thinking about that for real? I truly want to know because people have these expectations that they get to be hellions and angels. Like y'all get to be hell's angels. Like that's what y'all being, some hellions and some angels. Hell's angels. Okay, but you say you don't want that, but you live in that way. And it's like, but your expectations are that of those who live the life that you say you want to live, but you don't live it. That doesn't make sense. Like, that's not realistic. Like, I'm going to need you to sit down and get some sense about yourself. Um, a lot of times they lack an understanding and knowledge of the origin of religion. Um. And for me, it's like I see this in people who represent Muslim or Christian faith. Again, I grew up Christian, right? But I also like follow a lot of people who are Muslim or have, you know, like I listen to Malcolm X and stuff like that. And I was even curious about it with him. Like, 
did you ever go beyond Mecca? Like, did you did you think about the African connection to it? Like, I don't know. I haven't really seen anything from him that did. And I fucks with Malcolm. Like, I rock with Malcolm Tough. You feel me? Like, more than Martin, for real. You know what I'm saying? But I'm really more connected again with my ancestors. You know what I'm saying? And people that are Christian, Presbyterian, anything that falls under Christian, Catholic, or Muslim, or Islamic, Muslim faith. Not Islamic, I don't think it's, um, or Jewish. Damn. Jewish, I believe, is a belief, not a people. But they consider people who believe in Judaism as Jewish people. But Jewish, Muslim, Christian, and Catholic, right? Those are the four that I know of. Like, I know of Buddha and all that stuff, but I don't really know much about them. But those are the four that I kind of know a little bit more about. Um, and from what I understand them, they basically extend from two religions that started in Africa. But these people don't speak in those ways about that religion. Like, they didn't whitewash the hell out of Jesus. Like, you feel me? Like, whitewashed, Indianized. Like, and it's just like, wait, how did y'all... Did you actually study your spiritual belief, your religion that you say you believe in? Did you actually study and question where it came from, its origin and its roots? Did you go back for real? Because you couldn't have if you understand that life began in Africa... Or even that the story of Jesus is the same as the story of Heru from Africa. And Heru came before Jesus. So how is it that you believe in Jesus but you don't believe in Heru? Like that doesn't make sense to me. Um, and I hope I'm saying his name right. But it's like, come on. You, you don't even know the origin of your belief system. So how are you telling me you believe in it? You only showing me that you really don't believe in it. And that's why you don't operate in that type of way. That's why you don't walk in that way. You chose that walk, but you're not walking it. You walking on the sidewalk. You ain't on the road. You ain't on the path. You on the sidewalk in the grass, meandering through the trees and shit. Like, nah, like I'm gonna need you to really understand where your religion comes from. And you can't be mad when people tell you the truth about your religion. That's weird because you, in fact, are denying the person you call as your father, who you say all the time, deny me in front of everybody and I'll deny you at my gate. So why are you denying your, the knowledge of who your father really is? That's crazy to me. That makes no sense. I can't really trust you for real. I can't really trust that you really are a critical person. You feel me? That you really are a person who believes in what it is you say you believe in. Like, that makes me think that you're one of these, these, uh, you know, fair weather people. Like, you're a leaf on your, tree, on your family tree. You're not a branch. You're not extending lineage. You're a leaf that's going to float away in the wind because you're not really rooted and connected to nothing. And that's wild that people even desire that. But nobody looks at it in that way. Maybe I'm just the only person, but it's like, we really need to think about these things. Um... Anyways, let's keep going. Um, the one thing that religious people will always do is they say they give God all the glory and praise without even acknowledging the work that the work that they're putting in for their own blessings. And it's like to me, a lot of times that translates into your lack of ability to express who you are and what you have to offer, because it's like how you really just ignore the fact that. Yes, you can say you want to give God, you know, thanks for creating you, for creating humans. But to completely say you give all of the the recognition and award to God for the places that you've been in your life 
without even acknowledging the fact that you've put in work, whatever that work is, whether you went to college, whether you, you know, you didn't go to college, but you worked for hella years, whether you stayed up late writing papers or doing research or whether you, you know what I'm saying, was working two jobs to be able to, you know what I'm saying, get the money to start a business or whatever that thing is, right? Like, acknowledge that you've done something and what you've done. To me, that's like writing your resume. When you submit your resume, you're going to say you're going to give God all the glory and praise. What am I supposed to do with that? What am I supposed to do with that? How do I call God as your reference? Hey, God. Uh, hey, uh, Heaven's Gate. Yeah, let me speak to God. Hey, God. Hey, you know um, Shantice Jones? Yeah, she said she'd give you all the glory and the praise. What, what, what's that for? Like, no. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> And it sounds, it may sound a little petty, but it's like, really think about it, right? It's like, even when you see, um, like, people who win win awards, right? Like, a lot of artists and stuff. And it's like, sometimes they can tell you, like, you know, I really wanted this to be amazing. And, you know, I just let God leave me. Okay, but what does that look like? You know what I'm saying? Like, what does that look like? Like, what did God lead you to do? You gave God all the honor and the glory and the praise for what? To do what for you? How has that benefited you for real? And why are you not acknowledging that you've done something? I have a friend that never acknowledges like his successes. And I told him, I said, it really bothers me and frustrates me that black men don't acknowledge when they've done something well. You know what I'm saying? Or that they've reached an accomplishment. Like that's hella frustrating and annoying. Like, if you don't shut up and, and celebrate the fact that you fucking dope, like, quit playing. Like, you'll sit up in here, you'll thank God, and you'll thank your family, but you'll never thank yourself. Like, you, you want to praise God so much, and you want to get into heaven so bad that you don't even acknowledge that faith without works is dead. You did some work. Or, or, or the ones that like to say, you know, push, what, pray until something happens. What does that mean? You gonna sit and pray for twenty four? You gonna sit and pray twenty four hours a day until God drop a man on your in your front door, or God pay all your rent for you, or you know what I'm saying? Like, no, you have to do something. You are actively doing something, right? Acknowledge when you have done something, and do something when you know you're trying to get something. Like, it, I don't, I haven't come across not one person that's just been like out of nowhere. You feel me? God then blessed them and they ain't did nothing. Not even people that win fucking awards. You got to even enter in the damn drawing or the contest to even win an award. You got to enter in a race to win the race. Shit, you got to go to school to be able to get the job. You know what I'm saying? Well, not necessarily, but like, you feel me? Like, you got to build the resume to get the job. You got to have the network to get the job. You feel me? Like, yes, you have to do something. You do something and you need to do something. If you want something like what we got to just stop, stop playing. Like we got to really stop playing. Um, the, another piece is that they will always say, you know, um, <clears throat> Oh, real quick though, touching on the give God all the glory and praise. When you're saying that also acknowledge that yes, I know that there are also religious men out there who do the same thing, and that it's really odd to me both ways. And we gonna have our damaged dick series, but there, 
being able to articulate to a man um, or even to yourself, really, so that you can articulate to a man or, you know, a supervisor or potential employer or whatever. Um, how you were able to do all the things that you've done in your life. You know what I'm saying? Really sit down and think about all the steps it took, all the sacrifices that you've made, if you've made any, right? Or all the things that you had to help you get to that place, the resources, the network, the people, the places you've been, the things you've seen, the things you've been exposed to. Like you really have to unpack all the layers of that onion, right? Before you really can even understand why you want to give God all the glory and the praise. If you don't really truly understand why you give God all the glory and all the praise, don't try to give him your petty fake ass common, commonly understood cliche. Give all give God all the glory and the praise. Don't do that because you don't do, you don't realize that you're actually disrespecting the person that you say you covet so much. The person that comes first before anybody else, which is also strange. And we're going to get to that point. Um, but just 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 think about that. Um, or they'll say they'll literally say that all things happen because God wants them to. Um, and that's just not that's not true. Just considering how humans have contributed to life, like in such chaotic ways, like, oh, humans are ghetto. Humans are ghetto. I truly mean it when I say humans are the worst creatures on Earth because we are. Think about the destruction, the destruct, self-destructive shit we do to each other, to ourselves. We absolutely are. You don't see lions, tigers and bears around here caging each other up in fucking jails. You feel me? Like putting each other out on the street like nah they living off the land like they supposed to you feel me like they're living in their natural habitats like they're supposed to you feel me so it's like yeah no no everything don't happen because god wants it to humans want shit to happen and so it does happen because humans have the ability to think and imagine some weird ass shit think about this where the hell and who the hell and why the hell would you come up with an idea for a series called Saw? Where people are being mutilated, killed in such weird, crazy, torturous ass, painful ways. What? Why would God want that? Why would the creator of all life and all things that are beautiful and glorious and golden in the world want some evil shit like that? You're not going to tell me God wanted that. Ain't no damn way. Because why? That shit is traumatizing and traumatic. That shit is desensitizing to the point that people don't mind taking lives. So no, you're not going to say everything happens because God wanted and God's timing. No, 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 no. Because a lot of that is dependent on the time that you put in to get shit done. Right? So God's timing is that it takes you four years to get through a degree? No, because some people get through it in four years. Some people get through it in three. Some people get through it in six. Years. Some people never do. Some people get through it in 10 or 20. So that was God's timing. Why would God have your life go like that? That don't make no sense. How does that benefit your life? No, ma'am. We're not doing that. I appreciate my ancestors. I appreciate my family, my lineage. They've taught me a lot. There's so many people in my family I've never met, but I feel them. As I learn about them, I learn how I'm connected to them, how I'm similar to them, how I've had similar thoughts or I've said similar things to them. I know those things. 
I don't know nothing about who created us or what created us. I can't tell you that. Again, I won't be able to, I won't know that probably until I transition. If then, I don't know. But I know what's been laid before me. I know that what I know what I'm physically connected to, what I'm tangibly connected to. I know also how to use my mind to think about all the things that are presented before me that are given to me to decipher and dissect to understand life in a way that is both logical and natural and that is with purpose. <clears throat> and I think we really all need to get to that place. Um, because we just can't accept that, oh, everything happens for a reason or God ordained everything to happen because God, if that's the case, do you believe that God meant for people to be taken from their homes and from their lands and to get separated from their lineages and their families? Do you believe that? <clears throat> Cause that's what you're telling me you believe. And if so, why would he do that? Is there not a reason behind by why God does everything? People always say, oh, we don't always need to know the reason why things happen. No, that doesn't make any sense because then why do people do research? How do people know that cancer can be caused by things like high fructose corn syrup, which is also, by the way, in most of the shit we eat? Juice, hot dogs, all kind of bologna, all kind of chips and cookies and crackers. All of that. You mean to tell me that God meant for the Food and Drug Administration to not approve or to approve for those things to be on the market for you to consume? You mean to tell me that God meant for the stores who distribute these things to the public to do that when they know that those things are linked to things that cause illnesses that can kill people? You mean to tell me that God meant for that thing, those things to happen in this time and in this season? You mean to tell me that over time, God meant for there to be more and more diseases that were created by humans? That God meant to create humans who would destruct themselves by morphing themselves, genetically modifying themselves, killing themselves, mutilating themselves? You mean to tell me that God meant for that to happen, that God ordained that in your life? Or did that person have a choice in how those things played out? Or did people have a choice in how those things played out? Which is it? Is it both, neither, or one? Because if it's both, explain. Because if God is the creator of all things and knew everything that would happen before it happened, that means you telling me that God meant for there to be Pearl Harbor. That God meant for there to be a world war or civil war. That God meant for people to go around invading and colonizing each other. That's what you're telling me. You mean to tell me that God created men and women to rape and mutilate children. To rape, kill, and destroy each other. That's what you're telling me? And if so, why? You, my dear, are a liar. Humans. Are destroying the world that was meant to be a beautiful and abundant world for us all. And you either actively or passively participate in the destruction of yourself and your own future lineages and generations. That's what you're doing. Whether you want to accept it or not. And yes, this is also only my opinion, right? You don't have to agree. I'm not expecting that everybody will. We all can't go. And I don't want us all to go because I don't have time for people that don't understand the bigger purpose behind the journey, behind the end goal. If you don't understand, that's fine, babe. Go ahead, jump ship. Go ahead, exit left, right, diagonal, up and down. Go do your thing, sis.
it's not a problem. I'm not mad at you because you don't have to answer to me. And I don't have to answer to you. I answer to the people who I'm connected to. If I'm not blood connected to you, and even then I don't answer to you because you didn't create me. Hell, my mom and dad created me and I don't even answer to their asses. I'm grown. I listen to and respect my parents, but they can't tell me outside of continue our family's lineage and legacy really how to do this process because I don't take orders from them anymore. I take orders from my ancestors. Like I listen to my parents, but I also recognize that my parents didn't necessarily do the best job. I mean, they did what they could with what they had, you know, since that's what everybody liked to say. But when it comes to seeking a, seeking a deeper understanding, they clearly didn't have that. Otherwise, I would have had it. And if they did have it, why wouldn't they have given it to me as their child, as a person that they're supposed to teach to re to recreate and re replicate the cycle in the process of extending our lineage and our legacy? So, no. I don't take my orders from my parents. I'm grown. They are grown. They, they've lived their life and are living their lives. I'm living mine. And I do not think that everything happens for, yes, everything happens for a reason, but those reasons aren't ordained by the creator. I don't believe that. I don't believe that the creator ordained the murder of Tur Tamir Rice and um, Trayvon Martin. I don't think that God ordained the murder of those three little black girls in that church in Montgomery, Alabama or Birmingham, Alabama. I forget which one, but I think it was in Alabama. Damn, was it in Alabama now? I'm thinking Georgia. At either rate, shit hell, y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but regardless, you know what I'm saying? Like we really have to understand the things that we're saying when we say them. And people just say stuff without even thinking for real. Like you're not going to tell me that. You're not going to tell me that you think God meant for somebody to break my window out my car on Juneteenth this year. Like what the fuck? Why? <laughs> so I could have to pay money that I don't have to give. Like I'm trying to save money to buy a house. I ain't got time to be replacing windows because somebody thought I had something I didn't have. Shit, I'm struggling just like the rest of y'all. Hell, you making me struggle more. <laughs> Uh, but at either rate, um, many of these women, unfortunately, haven't done the deep self-work uh, that's needed for them to heal and improve and grow. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to really confront all the issues that are either making you covet your religion so, so tight to the point that you really don't even interrogate it. We all have to interrogate our beliefs. Otherwise, how can we say that we even believe in them? That literally makes no sense. Because all you're doing is believing what somebody else tells you. And what you read without using your brain. You were given one for a reason. You have to think and be critical and logical. And very in-depth and rational about how you're thinking about stuff. Like, use all of the resources given to you. But that's one of the biggest issues with the religious problem pussies. Like... They be in the church so much that it's like they <laughs> like they damn near scared of even trying to heal and improve for real. It's like they'll go to church every Sunday. They crying. But during the week, they put on a mask and don't even act like they had a whole issue that they was just crying about. And then they don't even want to address it. Girl, sit down and address it and don't really go to your pastor. Like, your, unless your pastor is a counselor or, you know what I'm saying, you've spoken to somebody that's, you know, credible or that you trust that has worked with that person, go to a counselor. You know what I'm saying? And I say go to a counselor, not even that I think about it in the sense of this person is credentialed. No. Because somebody that's not even credentialed to be it. Like, yes, I have a master's in counseling 
Um, but my emphasis is career counseling, but I still had to do like the basic counseling introductory courses or whatever. So I get the gist of it. And um, hello, anybody can be a fucking counselor if you just sit and think about life. But um, neither here nor there. I say go to a counselor because I mean go to somebody that's unbiased and outside of the situation that can really give you um, some input that is going to be beneficial to you. You know what I'm saying? Like you you can't be you can't say that you're a Christian or you're a believer when you actively and intentionally do not seek out the help that you know you need. If you say you believe in God or Jesus or whomever, the Holy Spirit and the Holy Ghost, all that, you feel me? Like if you say you believe in them and you never deal with your issues, but you just let them continue on for years and years and years, I don't trust you. I don't believe you. You're not a you're not a you're selectively a believer. You're only a believer when things are going good in your life. And even then, you don't even unpack why things are going good or how things even got good for you. So what do you do? No, ma'am, do the work. Really understand. You feel me? Like why you believe in this God or this Allah or whatever. You feel me? Like really think about that. Do the deep self work so that you can actually get to the healing and the improvement and the growth. That you're supposed to have to get to that place of where you're supposed to be in life and how you're supposed to exist in life like that's also part of really understanding the origin of it like you got to really do the self-work y'all doing superficial surface level stuff like that's that's not gonna work um and like i was saying like they really stay in church but it's like some of them part of their issue is like they be in church all the time part of the choirs you know, part of praise and worship teams or always doing um, events like volunteering and stuff like that. And that's cool. And I'm not knocking you for that. Like, do those things. But these will also be the ones that will be ratcheted out and slutted up at the club. Like, the pastors say it all the time. Like, y'all be up at the in the parking lot at the late night, at the let out or whatever. You feel me? After the club and then be up at church. And if you don't come to church... Most times they know it's because you was just out the next, the last night. You feel me? Or you come in smelling like last night or looking like last night. Man, I used to see girls coming to church with, with dresses and skirts so short. I was like, sis, where you going? Not that I'm being approved, but like, babe, come on now. Like you, you, that's just simple. You don't come to church and something that you know, if you sit down, all your ass going to be out. Or all your titties going to be hanging out. And I get that there are big boobed women and all that good stuff. But it's like there's clothes for everybody now. And we'll get into that whole situation later. But like you know what I'm saying? Just kind of like you still. And I get it. You still working on you. But like really be working on you. You feel me? Like let me see some evolution over time. Not for me. But for yourself. Like you should see some evolution in yourself over time. If you're saying that you want to live in that life right or that you want to live a better life like you should understand how even the simplest things will still make you look good or um or that you know going out <laughs> and being ratchet is what you do like just accept that that's what you do you feel me like you still got a little heathen in you it's good you ain't got to pretend we did not been there i'd have been there we done all been there. We we live in a world where that's like a norm. You feel me? Like people normalized that a long time ago. I don't think it should be normal. But you know, there's a lot of things I don't think should be normal. But neither here nor there. 
don't don't be the person that passed judgment when you know you was just being ratcheta. Okay? Or that you know you're living in a way that goes against what you believe in. Right? Like don't don't do that. Um uh, another issue as well is that they're selective about their religious beliefs. Um and it's and it's like that doesn't make you very like you're not you don't have a foundation of anything. Because you say you believe in this thing, but you don't believe in it wholly. You believe in it partially and selectively. Um, and it's like some things are okay um, and that God doesn't, you know, and you agree. But then some things you're like, no, that's not cool. Huh? How you get to tell God what you accept and don't accept? If you say you accept God's word, hell, you accept it all or none at all. Like what? If you say you accept Allah's word, you accept Allah's word or none at all. Like how do you get to choose? That doesn't even make sense. In order for you to even be considered a believer, you have to say that you believe in these things and that you want to live in those ways. So you can't, you feel me? Like you have to actually actively be showing work and you have to be committed to that. That's why a lot of people can't really commit in relationships. They can't commit to anything. They can't really commit to religion. They can't commit to their word. Hell, they just they just can't commit. And we need to get to a place where we commit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to be religious, be religious. But commit to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, follow the word that you say you believe in. You know what I'm saying? Do as you're supposed to do. Be a woman in the way that the word says that you're meant to be a woman. Be a man in the way that the word says you're meant to be a man. You believe that God created Adam and Eve or you believe that Allah meant for men and women to conjoin. I don't really know much about Muslim faith. I just know people always talking about, oh, Allah and seven versions and all that stuff. I don't know. Um, but have multiple wives or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, please make it make sense. And if you say you want to live in that way, live in that way. And be honest about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, be honest about that. Um, because it's like... It's already confusing because you don't even understand the origin. So you need to go back to the origin. And truly understand where your faith came from. What the purpose behind your faith was and what you're supposed to do with it <clears throat> in order to help benefit your family's lineage and legacy. I'm never going to stop talking about lineage, legacy, and purpose. So if you don't like it, then you might as well stop listening to my podcast because um, that's just what it's going to be. Um, and this is going to be a long episode. So just a heads up because <laughs> we already had dang near an hour and I ain't even got to traumatize pussies. But we about to. Um... Oof, y'all know I talk a lot, <laughs> but I just really want y'all to understand. You feel me? So just rock with your girl a little bit. Alexa, turn volume down one notch, please. Um. So, religious problem, pussies. Just think about how you're gonna teach your kids to utilize. 
operationalize and maintain whatever your religious faith is, right? Because in Christian faith, and again, I can only really speak mostly from a Christian perspective because that's the faith I grew up in. I know very little about Muslim and <clears throat> Jewish faith. You know, I just know based on the people that I've met who practice those, you know, or grew up in those ways. Um, but Christian faith, you know what I'm saying? They say train up a child in the way that they will go and they will never depart. So either people aren't training children up in the ways that they should go and that's why they depart in left and right. Or there is some other thing outside of God that's, as ca that's causing these disruptions in the way that we operate as women and in the way that we're raising our children. And it's like we need to stop and think about that because what I'm not going to do and what I would hope that you would not do is to pass down something to your child that you don't fully understand and can articulate to them. Both the reason for it, how it happens and how it works, and the benefit and outcome of it. If you can't do that, please don't give that to your child. Whether that is cooking, whether that is going to church or believing in anything, whether that is exercising, whether that is eating, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, as the people who help to continue and contribute to lineage and legacy, as the people who have children who are meant to be parents, mothers and fathers, it is our job to teach our children how to live life. That is absolutely our job. We're supposed to teach our children how to make decisions and choices and judgments in life. And why? You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to tell our kids, like, you don't kill people because killing people means you end life. And life isn't supposed to end by man's hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, you tell your kids you don't steal because that's taken from others when it would make more sense for you to contribute to and work with so that there is more for all. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you are absolutely supposed to do that. Now, whether or not your child decides that that's actually what they want to do. Yes, I get that you can't control them because at the end of the day, we've gotten to a place where nobody knows what's going to happen with the kids. So everybody just accepts that anything can happen. That's not the way that I believe. I believe that things should happen in a very specific way for a very specific reason and benefit and purpose. So I'm not going to train my child in a way to think that everything, anything can happen. No, no, no. I'm going to tell my kid that anything does happen. You know what I'm saying? But that's not what it should be or how it could be. You know what I'm saying? Or how we want it to be. No, we want to work towards it being what makes sense. Because anything happening clearly has been dangerous. So anyway, just really think about what it is and why it is you're so religious, you know what I'm saying, and how that's helping you when it comes to dating. Is that holding you back when it comes to dating? Are you so religious that you don't even go out, you know what I'm saying, to even be sought after by a man or that you go out to the wrong places or that, you know, something about you, like your mentality or the issues that you have aren't addressed yet? Like, I don't think that God meant for you to be hurt for so long, for you to not be able to connect with somebody or, you know what I'm saying, a man for so long. I just don't think that God meant for that to happen. Like you using God as a crutch and I'm going to need you to stop. Especially if you're a woman that's that's like 20, 20 years and up, you feel me? Like, or really 23, 25 and up, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, I'm going to need you not to be using God as a crutch anymore. Like, I'm going to need you to actually do the self-work that you haven't done. You can have faith that God is going to bring you your king or your man or your husband or whatever have you. But God ain't going to do that until you're ready. And until you're ready to start actually, actually working on yourself, sis, that man ain't coming. You feel me? Like, or, or the like, that happiness that you so crave and covet. Like, you, you probably still got some work to do.
know what I'm saying? Like, you still got some work to do. You need to assess some things and make some adjustments in your life in order to really get the things that you say you want. You know what I'm saying? You got to maybe stop doing some things and do more of other things. You have you probably need to just sit down and get some sense about yourself. You know, get a little more understanding. Um, anywho, whatever your belief is, whatever your religion is, critically analyze that so that you can stand strong on it. So that you doesn't you don't waver in your belief of it, you don't waver in your practice of it, and so that you constantly are reminded and are working towards being as close to that as possible. Right. They say cleanliness is next to godliness. Well, clean up every aspect of your life, not just your house. OK, clean up your soul, clean up your spirit, clean up your emotions, clean up your mind. OK, clean up your thoughts, clean up your behavior, clean up your appearance. You got to clean it all up. You know what I'm saying? You can't just clean up your house and think that that's it. Clean your car. You know what I'm saying? So we got to think about those things. Okay, so the traumatized pussy. Um, this one is tough, though. This one is, is kind of tough, too, because I really want people to understand, like, yes, there is trauma, and I get that, but you can choose what you do with that trauma. You can choose to let that trauma be a debilitator, or you can choose to let that trauma be the thing that helps to move you forward. Right. To help you make some corrections and adjustments that improve things moving forward. Not in the sense that it causes division, tension or hatred or anger or any of those things, but that in a way that it provides understanding so that things don't happen anymore. Right. So take, for example, a woman that's been traumatized in her past relationship. Right. Like she's been traumatized by, you know, being cheated on. Right. Let's say she was with a dude that was, you know, a liar, a cheater. He didn't treat her right. That's common these days, right? Like, it's so normal for these women to be wanting men who are abusive or for men who want women who are abusive. Like, it just don't make sense to me. But um, at either rate, she will be traumatized by that, right? Like, and that's the new word. Like, everything is trauma today. <laughs> and trauma is very debilitating. People need to stop. Trauma is just like fear. Like you're afraid of that trauma happening again because you were traumatized. It's like it reminds you of that in your fear. You're in fear all over again. Fear is debilitating. I'm going to need you to I'm going to need you to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? And it sounds harsh and I know you just can't get over it. But if you're not even working to get over it, of course, you're not going to get over it. And of course, it's going to always hurt when somebody says get over it because you're not doing the work to get over it. So it's like we we've today is damn near accurate to say we done all been there you feel me we done all experienced some type of trauma hell we born with trauma in our veins if you black and got african lineage and origin yes you born with trauma in your veins the trauma from your ancestors but you have to be able to reconcile that and understand and unpack that does that thing make sense right if your boyfriend cheated on you why and why did you stay if you stay, because there's a lot of women who get cheated on repeatedly and stay. That's weird. I'm going to need you to get up out of there, sis. That'll make no sense. I mean, you might as well tell the man to be, you want to be a polygamist and let him have m multiple women. So you ain't even cheated on. You already know they there. You know what I'm saying? But they will use that as a, they will use that as their trauma trigger when they enter a new relationship. They just assume that a man is cheating on them because a previous man did. 
And if you keep picking men who cheat on you, then sis, I'm going to need you to just sit down and pause and think about the qualities and the traits of the men that you continuously choose that have cheated on you because they have similar traits. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get that men cheat in different ways and all that shit, but they got similar traits. You know? So, and anyway, why you being with somebody if you're going to cheat on them? Don't be with them. That's stupid. That's stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I cheated on my first boyfriend. Shouldn't have been with that boy. I knew that was never going to work. Like, that boy was, he ain't, he ain't have it in him. He wasn't black. Like, it wasn't happening. He was Cuban, like, and he wasn't a black Cuban. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to call this man Zebra. You know, I told him he didn't know if he wanted to be black or white. That's why I called him Zebra, dead ass. To this day, you can ask him. <laughs> I ain't talked to the man in years. Wish him well, you know, they ain't got nothing to do with me. I wouldn't have made a black baby with him. My ancestors knew that. You feel me? Like, I wouldn't have I, my ancestors are making sure that I have babies with the right person because y'all hear how I am. I don't play about that. And it's not even me being like hella overly aggressive or anything like that. It's really like I really do understand the the purpose behind lineage and legacy and like the purpose behind life. I don't want to be with somebody that don't get that. And I'm not going to use the things that I've been through my traumas to make me run to somebody or to be in a situation that doesn't allow me to do that in a productive way. That makes no sense to me. So I had to deal with even my traumas or people who were hurt in their childhood. Like deal with your trauma, sis. Deal with your trauma. If your daddy hurt you, if your daddy made you mad, if your mom hurt you, your mom made you mad, whatever happened. You feel me? Like deal with that. Address the issues that you have with your parents. Address the issues that you have with other people in your life and your family. If you were raped by a relative, deal with that. You feel me? If you were abused by a relative, deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Don't use that as a reason to stay away from the rest of your family because of one person. Don't use that as a reason to to never have kids or a reason to not trust men or a reason to not connect with people. Like, don't do that. All you're doing is cutting your cutting your blessings off, your blessing of being able to contribute to your family's lineage. What another person did wrong, they gonna have to deal with and reconcile and they gonna have to see their ancestors about that. Because none of our ancestors wanted us to be living these ghetto-ass lives. None of our ancestors meant for children to be hurt, for us to hurt children, or for us to be hurt. Or for us to live this world, that ghetto-ass world we live in now. So deal with your trauma. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't sit up here and hold your trauma as a, tr as a crutch or use it against a man to, to get sympathy or to abuse him emotionally or psychologically or physically. Like, don't do that. That's not cool. Um, and it's like... A lot of times when y'all don't deal with y'all traumas, y'all create new issues of trauma because all it does is compound and then you explode on people and then people don't want to deal with you because you got a bad fucking attitude. Just deal with whatever the hell the issue is and deal with whoever the issue is with. Like, don't take it out on other people because now you're causing other issues that you don't want nor need. That's dumb. Now you isolating yourself. You need to learn how to cope with your trauma. Go see a counselor. Like, go talk to your ancestors, go meditate, go pray, go really think about this stuff. Like, don't let that stuff be your crutch that hinder you from being able to have a prosperous life for real or a purposeful life for real. Like, that makes no sense. That's not even at all in your best interest. Um, a lot of times they'll live a sheltered lives, like sheltered by trauma. because, And then it's like hard for them to see or envision a positive world or a different life. It's like, 
all they know is trauma and they wrap themselves up in this fucking trauma ball and they seek out spaces that are more traumatic. And then when somebody tries to say something that's like, oh, but you could do this or this could be better if you just did this thing or if you maybe took this step. It's a problem. They're ready to fight. They like their trauma. Don't you fucking tell them not to not to like their trauma. Don't dare you. How dare you tell them to give up their trauma? You got to be fucking shitting me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, but you don't even like how you feel when you're when you're, you know, traumatized or you're having those you being re-traumatized. Right. That's the thing. Like you don't even you don't even like that that doesn't make sense to you so why is it that you accept that these things are okay or that you accept these things to continuously persist through your life like that don't make no sense sis like please deal with that you know what i'm saying go ahead and deal with that and um don't let that continue to hinder your life you know what i'm saying like don't um also um They so similar, right, to them seeking out uh, traumatizing spaces and collecting trauma in their lives. Um, they seek out other traumatized people. You know the saying, hurt people hurt people. Um, and misery loves company. Like, they seek to stay in their trauma state, right? And trauma causes people to do all kinds of things, right? Trauma causes people to do drugs, become alcoholics, commit crimes, um, you know, hurt people, just just all kinds of things. Kill people. Hell, y'all look at the TV shows, Criminal Minds and um, damn near any TV show. Hell, any Tyler Perry movie, just all, all the shit. You feel me? Like life today just is traumatic. Period. Like, if you black in America, your life is traumatic, okay? You seeing people die, get disrespected, and dismissed on a daily, hourly, minutely, secondly. Hell, you just, you see it. That's your life. You feel me? Whether people agree or disagree is fine with me, but that's what it is. That's what I see. You feel me? And y'all ain't looking through my eyes. Only I am. And that's what the fuck I see. So, that's what it is. Um, but it's like... People are so used to it and they're so ingrained and socialized into it that that's what they see. That's why when you go to ghettos and hoods, you don't see them get nice until they're being gentrified. And by then people are being re, you know what I'm saying, relocated to other places or being shifted into homelessness. Like people don't care about they play, you know what I'm saying, where they live at. Like they so accustomed to being in that space and living in that way that they even seek out those spaces. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all they think they can get. They've been so traumatized that they've been immobilized. Like, they ain't got no type of forward movement, upward movement. It's like we just going to stay in this linear path of just trauma, poorness, sadness, alcoholism, drug addiction. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hurt and pain, childhood issues, anxiety, stress, depression. Like, they just just stay in it. And where did those things come from? Like, really, someone tell me where these things come from. Where did they originate? When the hell did alcoholism originate? Who the hell came up with cocaine? Like, like, who was the first person that decided they wanted to cheat? Like, I know that they that historically um, there was a time when African women decided that collectively we needed to be polygamous for the sake of nation building and continuing our people. Right. But that wasn't just our natural state of being. Right. 
So I get that things happen and that things can happen, but things happen for a reason and there is an origin to everything. Like we might not necessarily know all the origins of everything, but we should be curious and, and curious enough to interrogate why would somebody even create this thing? What has been the benefit of this thing being in existence? And if it's not, then why do we continue to perpetuate it? Why do we continue to perpetuate capitalism? Why do we continue to perpetuate single motherhood in the black community? Why do we continue to perpetuate fatherless homes or issues between black men and black women or black women leaving their children or, you know, what I'm saying black women not loving black men and black men not loving black women or all these negative stereotypes that one aren't true and two don't benefit us to continue to perpetuate and support. Like, come on, like we that hurt. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Post-traumatic slave syndrome. Yes, we are. But don't use your trauma to end your family's lineage or to eliminate your opportunity or chance to create a legacy or to even operate and fulfill your purpose in life. Don't use your trauma as your crutch. Like... That just doesn't make sense. That doesn't benefit you. I wouldn't even, I don't, I don't even think I could understand why you would do that or why you would feel the need to spill that over into anyone else, especially our future generations. The way that you think and operate that, that incubates in your soul. You know what I'm saying? So we got to really, we got to really think about that stuff because shit, not only are you hurting people that you're around, shit, you hurting the people within you. As a woman, girl, your eggs is probably up in there steaming. <laughs> All, you know, morphed and just fucked up. Like, I think about that even with myself. Like, I don't even like alcohol for real. That's why I can give it up. I don't need to drink at all. I, yeah, all the, all the ugly face. I do that. Mm-hmm. Because I don't really like it. So, it's easy for me to give it up. <laughs> I'm good. Um... Also, traumatized people like to distribute their pain and trauma in many areas of their life. Shit, they do it in their work life, their personal life, their friendship life, their parental life, hell, their sibling life, their cousin life, you know, just all the fucking places. When they going through it, sometimes some people know they hellions at work or they assholes as friends. And it's like, girl, don't take that out on, on everybody else. Deal with your shit. And don't expect people to be around you if you being an asshole when you dealing with it. If people are trying to help you when you're dealing with something that's traumatic, let them help you. But don't blame them for that traumatic situation if they ain't got no part in it. If I ain't got no part in you being traumatized by an abortion, that's not my fault. I didn't do that to you. I didn't make you do that. I didn't get you pregnant. Like, that's not my fault. Yes, it sounds harsh, but that's also a fact. You can't take how you feel about that or my opinion about that out on me because you mad you experienced that. That was your choice. I don't have to believe in that. You feel me? If you're traumatized by that experience, acknowledge that you had that experience and how you got there and why you got there. Don't do it again. You feel me? Make better choices when it comes to your mates. Make better choices when it comes choices when it comes to sex. But don't sit here and try to blame me for your trauma. I didn't do that to you. How the fuck did I have a hand in that? Because I said I didn't agree or I didn't want to go. I don't have to put myself in that experience. Or that place, I don't have to sit up here and traumatize myself because some shit you did as a grown-ass person. That's crazy. No, I don't have to. I can support you afterwards, you feel me, as best I can. But I'm not required to. I didn't give you that trauma. You feel me? Like, I didn't do that to you. I'm not the person that raped you. 
that shit don't make no sense to me. I don't think that that's cool. But I also don't think that if that did happen to you, that you should completely cut off your chance of having or contributing to your lineage. You feel me? What happened? How did that happen? I know that today in the world, anything can happen anywhere, right? I'm not stupid, right? But I know that there are also ways that you can insulate yourself so that stuff, things have less of a chance of happening. You know what I'm saying? Like if you go to a party, don't get too drunk. Shit, know your fucking alcohol limit. So you're still conscious enough to tell a motherfucker no back up off you or you got some strength or you were able to call and get help or you know what I'm saying? Like know your limits. You know what I'm saying? Don't go to a man house if you don't tr truly trust him or if you have a bad instinct. You feel me? Like don't put yourself in situations you don't need to be in. Unfortunately, we live in a world where you really it's hard for people to trust people. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be a little more strategic about how you operate and how you move. If your parents hurt you, I didn't do that to you. You feel me? Like if they abused you, if they didn't do y'all right, like I didn't do that to you. Talk to your parents about that. Deal with that. And just because your parents were dicks and assholes don't mean that you will be. Like learn from what the fuck your parents did and didn't do so that you don't do or do the things that need to be done. You feel me? Don't do the things that don't need to be done and do the things that need to be done. Like, don't let those things trauma traumatize you into the point that you like, oh, fuck my lineage. What? The person that hurt you didn't fucking start your lineage. How the fuck you gonna let them be the reason that it stopped? You could get help and you could deal with these things. People choose not to. Those are active choices. I don't care what nobody say. Yes, trauma is hard, but you can work through that shit if you want to. It's only when you don't want to work through something that you don't do it. Just like when you don't want to do something, you don't do it. Duh, it works the same way. You choose to be traumatized. You choose to live a traumatic life. That's your choice. I'm not going to do that with you. You on your own. I still got to worry about my fucking lineage. I'm trying to move and rock with people that understand that. Yeah, we all may have trauma. Unfortunately, we live in a world where I think it's what, four out of five women will be sexually assaulted at some point in their lives. I was molested as a kid. You feel me? But I waited too long to say something to my mom, but I didn't know. Shit, it wasn't until I got older that I learned that that was a curse in my family. But I'm not using that as a crutch for me not to have a family someday. That man was wrong. He gonna have to see his ancestors and probably mine about the shit he did. And if I ever see him again, it's bad for him because my family already know it's a wrap. <laughs> So, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even have to concern myself with that. That shit don't make sense to me to exist. But I'm not about to cut off my opportunity to have a husband, to have children of my own, or to have a son of my own because something that an ignorant person did. You don't hurt a child. Those are the most innocent people on this earth. You do not hurt children. I don't give a fuck. You don't, you do not hurt children. You feel me? And I know as a community, we got to work on like spanking our kids if we want to do that, how to do that, all that good stuff. Yes, 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 yes. But I'm talking about in the ways that have been very traumatic that we've seen and experienced and witnessed to be very traumatic to children. Like there are people who were molested at my age and are whole strung out on drugs, just really doing bad in life, killed themselves, all the shit. You feel me? There's some who are really, really successful. You know what I'm saying? Who quote unquote overcame or you know what I'm saying? Like they persevered or whatever the hell. You feel me? It could go either way. But it should never even be a thing that happens. 
suicide, addiction, hoeing, none of that should never be an option for somebody because they were robbed in that way. Like, that's very traumatic for people. But I didn't want that to be a crutch in my life. Yeah, that shit happened to me and it's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't do anything about it as a kid. I didn't necessarily know how. You feel me? I didn't know what would happen. I was scared. You feel me? But I understand as an adult how that... that I understood then as a child, like, what the... This, I don't really know. This doesn't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just didn't seem right then. And I know for certain that that shit is hella wrong as an adult. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... And we know that a lot of times people who are who are molested as children end up being molesters when they get older because they never deal with it. Nobody ever saves them. Nobody ever tells them it's okay to tell somebody when somebody does something like that. You feel me? Like, that's not cool. And people shouldn't tell... Like, people should not be telling their kids to shut up really because it's like when kids are talking about stuff or asking questions like you really actually should be paying attention to what the hell they saying because a lot of times kids know a little bit more about some shit they shouldn't even be knowing and you need to understand how and why they know that or what shit is you know what i'm saying like where they heard it from so it's like you know but i didn't want to use that trauma and i don't think that anybody should again these are my opinions right you can agree or not agree but I'm not being disrespectful about it because there's a real purpose behind it. I don't think that even if you were molested as a child, that you should use that as a crutch or something that hinders your ability to continue and contribute to your family's lineage. I do not believe that. I do not think that makes sense. I do not think that helps you at all deal with the fact that somebody did that to you. You need to deal with that person and deal with that situation. However, you can deal with it. You feel me? Whether that's that person going to jail just you feel me we ain't gonna talk about this stuff but just you feel me like deal with it because i don't know how people deal with stuff but i know depending on when it happened people can still go to jail and kids shouldn't be afraid to deal with those and grown women shouldn't even be afraid to address those things address those things if the people are here that did those things to you address them it does you no benefit. It has done you no benefit. Most of the women I know who were traumatized from their childhood are not happy in their lives. They crave these fake ass superficial happy moments and happy experiences and, and accomplishments that don't really give them anything of substance. Doesn't give them anything that actually touches their soul and they're still miserable every day. House cluttered with shit that they don't even need. Life cluttered with shit and people that they don't even need. That don't even need to be around them. Deal with your trauma. It does not benefit you to stay stagnant in your trauma. It does not benefit your lineage to stay stagnant in your trauma. That's not helping you, babe. I promise you it's not. Hell, you can look at your life and tell me it ain't helping you. You know what I'm saying? But we have to really be honest and think about those things for real. Um, a lot of times traumatized um, probable pussies don't really know how to ask for help um, and they often won't so um, what they'll do sometimes though is that they'll ask for it indirectly through their dysfunctional behaviors so it's like if you know somebody that is normally like oh they're well put together blah 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 and then all of a sudden something that sold them changes you know something's wrong that's when you're supposed to be like hey I noticed you uh what's up you good there are signals. People give you signals just like men give you signs when they ask is it traumatized and you need to exit stage left or address the situation head on. You know what I'm saying? So that there could be some, some resolution. You know? But it's like... 
if you have been traumatized or if you are a traumatized problem pussy, you've experienced something or have had a life experience or whatever that may be, whether you have church hurt, whether you were hurt as a child, whether you were abused, whether you were cheated on, whether you were disrespected, whether whatever, whether you were spat on. I was as a kid, the nastiest shit ever in the world. I will never in my life and I do not care. And I don't have to because motherfucker ain't black anyway. <laughs> I could care less. Anyway, but whatever it is, whatever that trauma is. Whatever that trauma is that you have going on, um, just ask for help. Just ask for help. Just like you say you lean on God, you lean on Jesus and all that. Well, hell, if you believe in God, then you also believe that God made counselors. Use them. They're here. You know what I'm saying? Use your ancestors. They're part of you. You know? Hell, just like you talk to God, you could talk to your ancestors. And for some of them, you could probably actually, you know what I'm saying, like hear their voice in your head because you're, you've talked to them. They were alive at one point and you knew them and had conversations with them. So you could damn near really imagine having a conversation with them in their voice. But it's like, just ask for help. You know what I'm saying? If you are a person that goes to church and you go to a real good church, you feel me? Like a church that has some real understanding of their Africanness, their roots, and really try to incorporate that and actually teach people how to, you know, operate as Christians and, you know, Muslims or whatever have you. Like they really try to teach you how to operate in the faith as close to quote unquote perfect as possible. You know what I'm saying? Like actively really trying to help their congregation get to those places because if the collective elevates, then everything else behind around them will elevate. I don't get how people don't get that, but People just swear that's not a thing. It's like the pastor be the only person that be elevating. Everybody else in the church still be poor as hell, stressed out, lights and shit going off. It's just a lot. But if you're, you feel me, if you go to a church, a good church that actually offers real services to really help you to critique yourself outside of even the Bible. You feel me? Like just helps you critique yourself in your life situation based on choices and options available to you or your lack of knowledge so that you can gain the knowledge. Like really do that work. You feel me? Like don't um don't just sit there and let yourself stew in trauma just ask for help like you ain't even got to do the unnecessary dysfunctional behavior because you're not going to be happy about it afterwards hell you're gonna regret it you're gonna wish you had a known better i say it all the time i wish i knew when i was what i know now when i was 23 i truly do but i but i don't and I can't do nothing about that. But what I can do is talk about what the fuck I do know so that people who are 23 now, you feel me, have the knowledge that I have right now. You feel me? So that hopefully by the time they're 33, they'll be in a better place than me. Why would I not want that for them? Like, just because I had trauma don't mean I want them to experience it. Hell, my trauma was my trauma. I don't want to give that to nobody else. I don't want nobody else to be comfortable with trauma or think that trauma or that trauma should be normal or common. Like, no. That doesn't benefit life. Trauma is negative. I would not. That No, that don't make sense. Um, but just seek help. Like, you don't even need to deal with the dysfunctional behavior. Seek help. Like, just ask for help. Whether it's your friends, you feel me, your family, a professor, a pastor, like, whatever. Just seek help from somebody that you trust. Like, whoever your best friend is, talk to her. Be like, sis, so I really got something I want to tell you. And I just need you to listen and be there. And whoever she calls this, be there for her and let her tell you what it is. 
and help her come up with solutions or resources and ways to be able to deal with whatever her trauma is. Because as her friend, you should want the best for her and you should want to help her get the best that she can for herself. I promise you don't ask me to be your friend if you don't want me to hold you accountable to what the fuck you say you want. Because I got to hold myself accountable if don't nobody else do. And that is hard. But I do it. You feel me? And I, I address myself when I don't. Like, girl, what the fuck is you doing? Get up, get to work, do something. You feel me? Like, come on now. It ain't going to just happen. That's that's weird. Again, faith without works. <laughs> um, um, and also, they usually can't cope. Um, I'll say that's the last thing. Um, a lot of times, pr problem traumatized problem pussies can't cope or have poor coping skills. Um, and a lot of times they'll spiral out of control, i.e. the dysfunctional behavior. Um, and this a lot of times happen when they are reminded of the trauma if they haven't come up with a all with a effective coping mechanism. I, for me, again, the coping mechanisms is really sitting down, thinking about life, thinking about what makes sense, what benefits life, what doesn't benefit life. Things that don't benefit life, they shouldn't exist. They don't exist. I can't necessarily continue to be mad about like I can't continue to be mad about those things. I know that there are certain things that happen in the world and that exist in the world. I don't agree with them. I don't think they should exist. I will not support them. That doesn't make sense. That's fine. So therefore, I have to then figure out how to live in a world where these things exist in a way that I don't have to be always bombarded with them or triggered by them or traumatized by them. And the way that I do that is, again, thinking about life and how it's supposed to go and what it means and live accordingly. If you don't agree with that, that's fine. No problem. Live as you please. I don't have control over your life for real. Quite frankly, I don't know that I would want it. Because <laughs> people just. We've I just think we are. We got to do better. And I think we can do better, but we're not in a good place right now. We need some major, major, major healing. And I've been appreciating that a lot more black counselors and therapists are coming out and talking about services and healing and, you know, like why it's important to heal and giving you different little mo like one of my homegirls, Tanisha, like she posting like, you know, what I'm saying like get yourself together. You feel me like heal, see a counselor, see a therapist, please do tap into them. They are here. I may not agree with all of them, but shit, just get some help. Just start the process. You feel me? Like <laughs> if we need to unpack anything else later, we can do that later. But start the process of getting some understanding about yourself. You feel me? Heal the little child within you. Heal the grown ass woman who felt, you know, disrespected or betrayed or whatever have you. Heal, 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 heal. Don't let your trauma be immobilizing. Don't let your trauma be immobilizing. That is not benefiting you. Don't let your trauma hinder or stop your lineage or your legacy or hinder your purpose. Like you should want to seek full fulfillment in life, contributing to your family's lineage, starting your own legacy and living out purpose and doing those things is part of that. If you don't want that, OK, again, I'm not fighting you on that shit. Don't want it. I'm just telling you why it makes sense and why that is what I think and believe is part of life and life's purpose you know what i'm saying so um but ways that um religious and traumatized problem pussies can really start to work through their issues that they're having is one by pausing and assessing what incidents or moments in your life change things for you 
Like, when did you start clinging to God and why? Like, what happened? What made you run to God so, so much or so strongly that you forgot that God created a whole world that you still have to navigate through? And God, yes, God spiritually may be here with you, but God isn't physically here with you working every day or raising your kids or living the life that you're living helping you trying to get out of debt or whatever it is that you're dealing with you feel me or just living god isn't here next to you doing that you can't physically reach out and touch god and be like god can you get that box or can you give me a cup of water like you can't do that you know what i'm saying so like what happened in your life to where you decided you had to um you decided to that you had to cling to god in that way um, and consider God your husband to the point that you damn near don't even give yourself an opportunity to have a man. Like, you're not meant to be a lonely soul in this world. Nobody is. You truly are meant to have kids. I believe everybody is meant to have children. Hence, you having the parts to do so. The fact that some people cannot, that is not of God. I do not get, I'm not giving that to God. Y'all stop associating everything with God. That wasn't part of God's plan. That don't even make no sense. Hell humans are doing that to themselves or some of y'all are now actively choosing that that's not god don't sit here and put that on god stop lying on god your ass gonna go to hell just for that hell you doing the ultimate crime you lying on god <laughs> like come on make it make sense please um also for those who are um traumatized like when did you experience your trauma and why did you never deal with it if you've never dealt with it or if you've dealt with it, but you clearly haven't coped with it, like clearly you haven't decided to try a different coping mechanism or strategy. And why not? Do you like feeling trauma? Do you like being traumatized in your life? I just don't think you do. So I'm just going to need everybody to deal with the issues that they're facing and not be afraid to say that you're having a tough time dealing with it. Or that you've even had a tough time you feel me um also turn inward you know what i'm saying like to yourself like take a moment or moments hell however long you can take to really just meditate in your thoughts and in yourself and in your spirit you know what i'm saying and ask yourself why am i in this current space in life and how did i get here why and how and then does that make sense? And then ask yourself, are there options? Like, what are your realistic options, options to resolve the issue? Like, what steps can you realistically take to resolve the issue? What things can you change up or do to resolve the issue? If your issue is, um, let's say, for example, your issue is, um, hmm, let me think. Give me a second. Huh. Let's say your issue is trusting men because your dad always lied, right? Or was never there. And so you didn't trust men to actually be there. Realistic steps. Acknowledge the fact that that's an issue for you. Acknowledge the fact that your daddy is the source of that issue. Acknowledge the fact that you are now hurting men and traumatizing men because you have been traumatized. Acknowledge the fact that you need to go talk to a counselor and you also need to talk to your daddy and you need to talk to those men or that man that you hurt as a result of some shit your daddy did to you. Deal with your issue. 
then be able to acknowledge that and recognize that in your next relationship, a man is probably going to ask you, why'd your last relationship end? And tell that man. Because I had trauma dealing with the fact that my daddy never kept his word and always left. And so I didn't expect men to stay. And I unfortunately poured that hurt out on that man. And he couldn't deal with it. And rightfully so, he shouldn't have. That was my issue to deal with. And I took it out on him. And as a result of that, me and that man understand that we could not be together. But people act like they can't do that. A man will either accept that you've done the work to heal and grow and that you even recognize that you have the issue. He'll probably follow up with a question like, so what have you done to change it if you don't already tell him that? You know what I'm saying? If you don't already be like, yeah, that was an issue, but I've since, you know, went to counseling and worked on it and been, you know, been addressing it or whatever have you. Some people may think that's too much to divulge, but if you're serious and being intentional about who you're dating and why you're dating, why would you need to hide anything? from a man that you say or that you're interested in potentially being the man of your life why would you ever hide anything from him shit that's trauma <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like we can be honest and recognize when we've had issues and needed to improve on some things you know what i'm saying or and say that we've improved some things as opposed to giving honor all the honor and glory to god like except that you say you know what god i don't want to live like this no more i want to make a change you know what I'm saying? Like, I, this life isn't happy, it isn't healthy, it isn't productive. I don't want to live like this no more. I need a change. I want to change. And then you actually pursue that change. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be able to do that. And you should be able to articulate that to the man that is going to be your life partner, the man of your life, the man that provides and protects, that leads your family. Yes, that's what I believe. Yes, yes, that is absolutely what I believe. Um... But, you know, we have to be able to do that. We have to be able to sit back and assess where we are and how we got here. You know what I'm saying? And are we happy with where we are? You know what I'm saying? And then really sift through what our options are. Also, acknowledge yourself and the actions and the situations that you've experienced. Did you have control over those situations? Was the situation right or necessary? And depending on your response, you know what I'm saying, Pick, pick ways and things that could have or should have, you know what I'm saying, gone differently in that situation. So, for example, if you were in a situation with a dude and you ended up getting pregnant and all of a sudden he decided he don't want to be there for the baby and you like you still want your baby. How did we get here to now you being a single mom? You know what I'm saying? Like. What did you do in that situation that caused you to be a single mom? Was your picking of a man, you know, not well? Were you being reckless and irresponsible while you were having sex? Like, you know what I'm saying? Did, were you not paying attention to the signs? Like, what? You know what I'm saying? Or was it something that was out of your control? And if it was something that was out of, out of your control because it had to do with the man, then accept that. You know what I'm saying? Accept that you probably didn't recognize that this man had issues that you weren't aware of and they didn't come out until maybe you got pregnant or something. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But you still have to accept and acknowledge the experiences that you've had. I remember one of my students posted this black woman on um, on Instagram and she was going off on her baby daddy because I think the man was mad about his son wanting a, a, a dress or a pink toy or something that was girly. And the dad didn't like that. And she had a whole problem with it. Mind you, I think sis had like six other kids. But she was mad about it. Um, I may have shared this story. But neither here nor there. It's like, 
sis, you got to accept as well that, you know, you slept with a man that didn't really want to be with you. If this man and his mama, because I believe it, she said his mama and him told her to get an abortion. So you already knew what it was going to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, so now you have to deal with the life that you didn't chose, except that you chose that. And just tell other young women, like, be more careful about your selection and who you procreate with. Be more careful about your sexual experiences. You know what I'm saying? So that you don't have to experience this. Not ranting and raving about you ain't shit. Like, how dare you talk about your son? I'm going to buy him whatever he wants. Blah, 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 blah. Like, that man probably feel the same way you do. But for different reasons. He probably feel like he protecting his child. You know what I'm saying? Because you're okay with him not wanting to be a boy or him doing girl things that maybe he shouldn't be doing. Like, you're not thinking about it from his perspective. You're just thinking about it from your perspective. But guess what? You're half of the problem because you laid there with that man and had that baby. You laid there and gave that man access to your womb. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like... Even people that get married. You get married and find out later that you actually don't want to be with this person. Now you didn't you didn't sin, right? Because if you're Christian and you didn't get married and you get divorced, oh, that's a sin. You ain't supposed to be getting divorced. Especially if you ain't got no legitimate reason for it, like adultery or, you know, or I don't know what the other one would be. I think that's like the only one I could really think of. Um, that's like the main one, right? Or lying or, you know what I'm saying, or stealing or something like that, you know? Um... I don't actually know if I think adul adultery may be the only thing, if anything, that you could get a divorce for. Um, but neither here nor there, regardless. Right. You done married this person and now you decide you want to get a divorce. That was a waste. You didn't promise your life to this person already. Now you changed your mind. You didn't think about it. Now you scared to get married again and you probably never want to get married again. Are you OK with never, ever getting married again? Like what? Because you were, you were, the first one didn't go right. Shit, you probably didn't marry your husband. You probably married somebody else's. Or you stand in the marriage because you don't want to get divorced. Because of, quote unquote, the stigma that comes with it. Like, so you just rather live <coughs> a trauma-filled life. That sucks. Hey, but these are y'all choices. You know what I'm saying? We all got choices in life. There are options in life for all of us. We choose what we choose. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not mad at people for choosing to be religious or traumatized problem pussies i'm just telling you it don't make sense to me i don't i would i hate that for you i don't want that for you but i can't control that you feel me you're gonna do what you do regardless of what the hell i say only reason you would change what you do is because you think that what i say makes more sense than what you're doing and even then i'm not controlling what you do because that that doesn't mean that i'm controlling the way you operate every day i haven't come out with a manual or anything about that so i still wouldn't be controlling you I'm not trying to control you. You feel me? I'm just trying to enlighten you on different on a different perspective, on a different and deeper understanding as I see it, as it relates to life and life's purpose and what we're meant to do here while we're here. That's it. Whether you accept what I say as true or logical, rational, natural, whatever have you, is up to you. We all have choices. You feel me? Y'all could think that what I'm saying sounds totally ignorant. Hey, it's fine. No love lost. At the end of the day, you're not going to stop what I'm doing. You're not going to stop what my ancestors are guiding me to do. Like, you can't stop that. It's bigger than you. Shit, it's bigger than me. So I'm not too much worried about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
but I do have to think about my role as a woman of my community, as a woman in my lineage, as a woman that's able to, in any way, shape, or form, potentially contribute to the knowledge base um, of other young women who are of my ethnic background, my racial background, my cultural background, all the shit. You people, pe- people who are genetically connected to me and people who are only skin connected to me. You feel me? In the sense that we the same hue or within the same, you know, we come from the same land. As a woman in that community, I find it to be part of my duty to express and to, and to teach the future and younger generations about ways that we can live life that makes sense. I wouldn't be <clears throat> I wouldn't be fulfilling my purpose if I didn't. Right? I'm supposed to teach the next generation and the future generations how this life thing is supposed to go. Just like again, my parents were supposed to teach me and have taught me to an extent. You know what I'm saying? Some of it I've learned from other places. And that can happen because it takes a village, right? We're all part of the same tribe, we're all part of the same village if we're black or African or Afro Caribbean or whatever have you. You know what I mean? The diaspora, all of us. The African babies of the world. But, um, yeah, we all have a part in that. And just because we're, quote, unquote, not a monolith anymore doesn't mean that only select people get to voice what they think and how they feel and what they believe. If we're not a monolith, everyone gets to do that. Whether or not you like it is besides the point. You've already agreed that that makes sense and that's what everybody should have the right to do. So shut your ass up and let everybody do it. There are tons of people that speak completely against everything I say. I'm not mad at them. I don't agree with them. What they say don't make sense to me. Just like what I say probably don't make sense to them. I mean, I can understand it, but it's not logical. Let me say it like that. Like, I can understand where they're, what they're saying and why they're saying it. It's just not logical or natural to me, so it don't make sense. You feel me? So, um, we just got to think about those things. Um, but... It's very important that you acknowledge how you contributed to you being traumatized or you being a religious problem pussy. You know what I'm saying? Either you didn't address something or you just grew up in a church and so all you know is church, um, but you never really questioned church. Um, But we all need to do these things. And I promise you, counseling is so beneficial, whether it's group or individual counseling. You know what I'm saying? And you can even do counseling even outside of actually going to a quote-unquote professional hell counseling you could do yourself meditate think about shit research shit and question shit like that's also counseling i don't think people realize that but that is really also counseling because if you're thinking about an outburst or something like that that you had um like i had earlier and i'm i am going to post it as an episode probably later because people got me fucked up And I don't care what they say. I'm going to continue to fight for lineage, legacy, and purpose. Because what the fuck I look like not. I give a damn about us being here. So people not wanting us to be here don't make sense to me. And I'm not going to sit up here and be okay with people saying that that shit cool. Like, that's weird. No, I don't agree. Shit, you can disagree with me. That's fine. Shit, we clearly don't agree if I said I disagree with you. Like, come on. But yeah counseling man asking questions you know what i'm saying really having conversations and thinking about stuff then think about the logic behind stuff and the natural progression of things the natural order of things certain things just don't naturally make sense and wouldn't naturally or logically happen like we have to really think about that 
So, um, just do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about the ways in which, you know, you really, um, you really don't operate as a woman of God, right? Or a woman of Allah. Think about that. You know what I'm saying? If those are your faith. Or even a woman that is even spiritual. Because there's a lot of fake spiritual people out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, they be like, oh, I'm spirit. What does that mean exactly? Like, how do we don't even, like, what exactly does spiritual mean? How do they operate? What do they connect with? Who do they connect with? I don't know. I don't know. And maybe there's, maybe there's non-monolithic spiritual people too. You know what I'm saying? I'm the type of spiritual person that think that all African black men and women need to have kids need to partner with one another men and women need to partner with one another to have children that is how legacies and lineages have started and that's how they will continue yes that and i in spiritual meaning i talk to my ancestors like i said i talk to my tt so they lead me to stuff all the time that's how and why i'm spiritual i literally meditate and be trying to talk to them for real be trying to open up my mind and my heart so that they can enter in and give me messages like, I'm really trying to connect with them so that I can help as best I can contribute my family's lineage. So, I'm the only one. My mom and dad only had me. I'm their only child. So, their lineage being conjoined only continues through me having kids. I'm not letting nobody take that from me. I can't even begin to tell you where I really got that. F well, no, I'm lying. I got to this place because I questioned how the hell I got here and I started thinking about life which led me to my core foundational belief which is why people got me fucked up when they say that I should shut up about black men and black women not having kids being sad. That's sad as fuck because I want us to be here. Shit. Like what? Shut up. You can't tell me how I feel. I feel like we need to be here. And in order for us to be here, we need to have kids. So for us not to have kids, that means we're not being here. That means that's sad. Like, yes, that's exactly how that works. You know what I'm saying? I'm not letting my trauma stop me from contributing to my family's lineage. And it is weird to me and unnatural and unnormal and illogical to me that other people choose to just for fuck's sakes, just for fun's sakes, just to be able to travel and go do all this shit. And then it's like when you get ready to die... Who gonna be there to bury your ass? I hope you done built up a nice little collective of family outside of uh, your actual family. Shit. So somebody will bury your ass. But at either rate, listen. Deal with your trauma. Stop being overly religious to the point that you don't even operate in, you know what I'm saying, in the way that your religions say that you're supposed to. Like, if you say you're going to commit to something, actively work on really committing to that. And do the work that it takes to get to that place where you're actually living that out. It makes no sense to say that you have a goal that you don't even really try to attain. And no way in your, no area of your life, whether it's your relationships, your spiritual religious growth, your, your parental skills, your knowledge, whatever it is. If you're not putting effort towards acquiring those things or being the best example or operating in those things the best and most logical, natural way that you should and are supposed to, then what you doing it for? Because at the end of the day, you just plan. And you wasting your own time. You wasting your own life. You wasting your own purpose. You wasting your own lineage and legacy. And you ain't got nobody to blame for that but yourself. Don't get mad at people because they think that that's sad. Shit, that is sad to them. And they have a right to be sad about it. You can't tell them how to fuck the feel. That's weird. Don't do that. Like, please don't. Like, sit down and get some sense about yourself, okay? And stop with all the nonsense. But, um, yeah. 
anyway, like I always say, you feel me? Like, I want to see more of us here in the future. As many of us as possible. You feel me? In a way that makes sense. Like, there's a family I follow on Instagram. I think they got like seven or eight kids. Hell yes. I love that. Hell, I come from a big family. Double digits on both sides of my great-grandparents. Like, yes. That's what we're supposed to do. So, yes, I give a damn about us. So being overly religious to the point that you hinder yourself from even finding a mate or from even doing the work that you need to do so that you can heal for a man to even want to be in your presence or for you to even have a standards of the type of man that you want to have in your presence or hell for you to even have a standard for yourself and how you want to operate as a woman to get the type of man or to be with the type of man that you seek and desire. Like, don't be overly religious. Chill. God ain't your man. You need a physical man. God ain't about to come here and be fucking on you. God ain't about to give you no orgasm. Either you gonna do that by yourself or you gonna have a toy or you gonna have a man up in that bed. Which one you want? Me personally, I'm looking for the man. Shit. <laughs> Hell, I don't need none of that extra stuff. Shoot. Um, and those who are traumatized, girl, deal with your trauma. Go ahead, deal with whatever the issues are you got. Your daddy issues, mommy issues, trust issues, you know, being traumatized as a kid, being deal with your issues. It don't benefit you none to just let them continue to stay there. That don't make no sense. You ain't getting rid of them. You could try to hide them down as low as you can and you're good and all that other shit. It's still there. There's always going to be something that triggers you and everybody knows it. Like everybody knows it. People don't get over trauma until they actually deal with trauma. You got to face your demons. So go ahead and face them. You feel me? Like just go ahead and face them. Tell the truth about what somebody did to you. Or tell the truth about how you felt in a situation. Go ahead and be honest. You feel me? The truth hurts sometimes. But it's better you get through that hurt than for you to keep hurting through your life. Like, why would you why would you give up momentary hurt for a life of hurt? You want a life of hurt? No, sis, we different. We ain't the same. We don't live in the same camp. Listen, we definitely don't come from the same cloth, same tree. No, none of that. Okay? No, none of that. So deal with what it is so we can get to what it needs to be. You know what I'm saying? I want to see African babies here. I want to see them. You religious women, stop chasing men, stop bashing men. You need them. You traumatized women, stop running from men, stop bashing men. You need them. We just got to stop. We got to deal with us. They going to have to deal with them. And again, we going to have that damaged dick series. But we got to deal with us too. Like, we got to deal with us too. That Shaharazad Ali, I want that damn book. <laughs> we need to deal with us. Because y'all getting real, real wild and reckless in all these different ways. And we're going to keep talking about them. And people going to still get pissed off. But it is what it is. You feel me? We're going to do what we got to do to get it done. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's part of the process. You know what I'm saying? Everything's fair in love and war, right? Well, this is war. And I love my people. So everything is fair. You feel me? Like, I ain't got, I'm not about to sit up here and sugarcoat not a thing for not nobody. You feel me? There's people in my family who operate like these women. Deal with your shit. They know that, and I tell them. It don't make this. It don't make no sense to curse your child with the the curses that you've had or the blood that you've had to deal with. Don't don't wipe that on your baby. Don't do that. Carry your own cross. Don't get that cross to your child to bear. You feel me? Deal with your own trauma. Don't curse your child with your trauma, and then be mad at them with it. Like that's crazy. But anyway, y'all. Have a beautiful day. Make some beautiful, beautiful, chocolatey African babies. And let's do what we got to do to get it done. 
Like, we need to be here. Don't be shy about saying you want us to be here. Say you want us to be here. You don't have to be ashamed of that. And deal with your trauma. You feel me? Look into who you really are spiritually. If you want to practice Christianity, Muslim faith, any of that. You feel me? Learn the origin of it and practice it accordingly. You feel me? Appropriately. Don't be out here lying. Don't be out here lying to folks because that's not right. Shit, as a religious person, you shouldn't be lying to folks and they be the main ones out here lying. So deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Anywho, I holla at y'all later.